Lord, I have loved the habitation of thy house, and the place where thine honor dwelleth. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 50 is on page 401. The Lord, even the most mighty God, hath spoken, and called the world from the rising up of the sun unto the going down thereof. Out of Zion hath God appeared in perfect beauty. Our God shall come and shall keep, shall not keep silence. There shall go before him a consuming fire, and a mighty tempest shall be stirred up round about him. He shall call the heavens from above, and the earth that he may judge his people. Gather my saints together unto me, those that have made a covenant with me with sacrifice. And the heavens shall declare his righteousness, for God is judge himself. Hear, O my people, and I will speak. I myself will testify against thee, O Israel, for I am God, even thy God. I will not reprove thee because of thy sacrifices. As for thy burnt offerings, they are always before me. I will take no bullock out of thine house, nor he goats out of thy folds. For all the beasts of the forest are mine, and so are the cattle upon a thousand hills. I know all the fowls upon the mountains, and the wild beasts of the field are in my sight. If I be hungry, I will not tell thee, for the whole world is mine, and all that is therein. Thinkest thou that I will eat bull's flesh, and drink the blood of goats? Offer unto God thanksgiving, and pay thy vows unto the Most Highest. And call upon me in the time of trouble, so will I hear thee, and thou shalt praise me. But unto the ungodly saith God, Why doest thou preach my laws, and takest my covenant in thy mouth? 
whereas thou hatest to be reformed, and hast cast my words behind thee. When thou sawest the thief, thou consentest unto him, that he been partaker with the adulterers. Thou hast let thy mouth speak wickedness, and with thy tongue thou hast set forth deceit. Thou saddest and spake against thy brother, yea, thou hast slandered thy own mother's son. These things hast thou done, and I held my tongue, and thou thoughtest wickedly, that I am even such a one as thyself. But I will reprove thee, and set before thee the things that thou hast done. O consider this, that ye forget God, east I pluck you away, and there be none to deliver you. Whoso offereth me thanks and praise, he honoureth me. And to him that ordereth his way aright will I show the salvation of God. Glory be to the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the ninth verse of the sixth chapter of the book of Micah. The Lord's voice cries to the city, Wisdom shall see your name. Hear the rod, who has appointed it? Are there yet the treasures of wickedness in the house of the wicked, and the short measure that is an abomination? Shall I count pure those with the wicked scales, and with the bag of deceitful weights? For her rich men are full of violence, her inhabitants have spoken lies, and their tongue is deceitful in their mouth. Therefore I will also make you sick by striking you, by making you desolate because of your sins. You shall eat, but not be satisfied. Hunger shall be in your midst. You may carry some away, but shall not save them. And what you do rescue, I will give over to the sword. You shall sow, but not reap. You shall tread the olives, but not anoint yourselves with oil, and make sweet wine, but not drink wine. For the statues of Omri are kept. The works, all the works of Ahab's house are done. And you walk in their councils, that I may make you a desolation and your inhabitants a hissing. Therefore, you shall bear the reproach of my people. Here ends the first lesson. Together the Magnificat. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has showed strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the seventh verse of the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Or do you not know, brethren, for I speak to those who know the law, that the law has dominion over a man as long as he lives. For the woman who has a husband is bound by the law to her husband as long as, as he lives. But if the husband dies, she is released from the law of her husband. So then if, while her husband lives, she marries another man, she will be called an adulteress. 
But if her husband dies, she is free from that law, so that she is no adulteress, though she has married another man. Therefore, my brethren, you also have become dead to the law through the body of Christ, that you may be married to another, to him who was raised from the dead, that we should bear fruit to God. For when we were in the flesh, the sinful passions which were aroused by the law were at work in our members to bear fruit to death. But now that we have been delivered from the law, having died to what we were held by, so that we should serve in the newness of the spirit and not in the oldness of the letter. What shall we say then? Is the law sin? Certainly not. On the contrary, I would not have known sin except through the law. For I would not have known covetousness unless the law had said, You shall not covet. But sin, taking opportunity by the commandment, produced in, in me all manner of evil desire. For apart from the law, sin was dead. I was alive once without the law, but when the commandment came, sin revived and I died. And the commandment, which was to bring life, I found to bring death. For sin, taking occasion by the commandment, deceived me, and by it killed me. Therefore the law is holy, and the commandment holy, and just, and good. Has then what is good become death to me? Certainly not. But sin, that it might appear sin, was producing death in me through what is good, so that sin through the commandment might become exceedingly sinful. Here ends the second lesson. Together, Nuke Demitus. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is Thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, make clean our hearts within us. And take not Thy Holy Spirit from us. Let Thy merciful ears, O Lord, be open to the prayers of Thy humble servants, and that they may obtain their petitions. Make them to ask such things as shall please Thee, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee 
we being defended from the fear of our enemies may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. Um, passages tonight are interesting. There's a couple themes running through them. Uh, first off, the, the, the theme of uh, our thoughts are so of God are so small that we think we can fool him in the Psalms. We see, think, you know, think that I'm, I'm like you because uh, you think you can get away with stuff and then just sacrifice a bull and be all right with me. And God says, of course, that's not okay. And so it leads into a little deeper theme that we'll see through all three passages. And that's that, that we have to let God permeate our souls for us to be who we're supposed to be. If we try it on our own, it's just not going to work. So we see in Micah um, uh, 6 9, we see uh, introduction of uh, this concept of the rod. And this rod represents God's, God's indignation against Israel for her sins. And so you've seen a rod before. You've seen Moses' rod, Aaron's rod. Um, and so a rod was a common thing in those days, like a walking stick and probably a little bit like a weapon. But it was also used for measuring. And so I think the verse we've all kind of common in, in rods is, uh, he that spareth the rod spoil the child. And I think that's used more for measure than uh, the concept of beating a child with a rod. In other words, you hold up, you're compared to the rod, it's either straight or not, or it's, uh, you know, you, you match it or you don't. So he likens Israel, they, they're lying and cheating. Um, they, they use false scales, they cheat people on money, they oppress the poor. Uh, they lie, they have idols, they worship false gods. Um, so there, there are just all kinds of evil. And, and King Omri is mentioned. And King Omri was the founder of Samaria. And as described in First Kings 16, it said, Omri did evil in the eyes of the Lord and did worse than all who were before him. For he walked in all the ways of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, and in his sin by which he had made Israel sin, provoking the Lord God of Israel to anger with their idols. So go back to what I said in the beginning, is this rod represents God, it's indignation against Israel. And of course, I mentioned one of the um, uses of a rod is, is somewhat defensive or offensive, but it will strike them. And he will strike them with sickness. And I just thought of the rod, he might you know, use the rod to strike, but it's a vision or it's a, um, picture that these people could understand because rods were so common so he'll he's going to strike them with sickness he makes them desolate and by desolate it means they eat and they're still hungry uh, they plant but do not harvest they grow olives and grapes but don't benefit by olive oil or having wine um, so, so the point is following the world doesn't lead to fulfillment but emptiness. And so we've probably all had personal experiences of following worldly type ideas and, and feeling that emptiness. Um, and so hopefully we're experiencing also some of the fulfillment by following God. So when we fill ourselves with the things of God in our hearts, our insides, when in the Hebrew, when they used heart, they didn't mean that thing that's pumping inside your, check, uh, your chest. It was that whole inner part of you, your feelings and your basically your soul. And so when we fill our hearts, our insides are changed, and it's evidenced on the outside by our lives. So then we move to Romans, and Paul is writing to Romans to, um, in this particular passage, he's kind of um, 
singling out uh, the Jews, not that it's not important to us, but to give you an idea of what he's writing to, these Jews have depended on the laws of being descendants of Abraham, and they've depended on this for all, all of time um, as, a, as a Jewish people, as a Jewish faith. So what if you were told that the Lord's Prayer was being re replaced? You know, it's not that it's inaccurate, it's just not as important and it's been replaced. Or what if you were told we no longer had to stand when you heard the national anthem? Actually, I think we have been told that. I'm not buying it yet. Or we don't go to church on Sunday anymore because Tuesday's now the day. So these are the kind of things, this, this whole idea of Christianity was just rocking the worlds of the Jews. And I re use those examples because I wanted you to maybe get a concept of how, how much they're getting rocked. So there are many Jewish believers that um, of Jesus, and Paul's trying to explain to them the purpose of the law. And so the law, does, what he says is the law doesn't save, it convicts. Um, so it informs us that we are not acceptable to God, which puts us in a really, really bad place and subject to judgment until we get to verse 6. But now we have been delivered from the law, and having died to what we were held by, so that we should serve in the newness of the Spirit and not in the oldness of the letter. So the law through obedience brought life. In other words, if you were obedient and followed God through faith, um, the law could actually, you know, by doing that, you would be filled with the, you know, with goodness by doing that. But what we found is we're not able to do that because we're sinful creatures. So we cannot keep the law. So our response to our inability to keep the law should be one of um, repentance and then um, not just faith meaning in our heads, but faith in our lives, faithfully following, praying, and following God. And what we find from that is then our lives are filled with the Spirit of God, and then we see things differently, and of course we start to live our kingdom lives now. And, of course, in the fulfillment of the kingdom, we'll, we'll understand it all a lot better or a lot more. So um, let's continue with the intercession on page 590. And accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble, especially those for whom we make our individual prayers at this time. And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities, for his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. O Lord, in particular we beseech thee to continue thy gracious protection to us this night. Defend us from all dangers and mischiefs and from the fear of them, 
that we may enjoy such refreshing sleep as may fit us for the duties of the coming day, and grant us grace always to live in such a state that we may never be afraid to die, so that living and dying we may be thine, through the merits and satisfaction of thy Son Jesus Christ, in whose name we offer up these our imperfect prayers. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you, Barb and Aaliyah. It's just really good to be with God and be with my uh, brothers and sisters. Thank you. Agreed. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Yeah. Good night. Thank you. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye. -bye. Good night. Bye, -bye. Bye, -bye. Bye, -bye. <laughs>